Welcome to the Mythic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brummett, and today I am joined with a very dear friend of mine, my teacher, my guide, and somebody that is just truly in my heart, Viana Stiebel. Viana is the founder of the modality Theta Healing and has brought such incredible miracle and change to so many people around the world. She is absolutely prolific in what she has created of this modality over 14 books, over 24 practitioner seminars, 20 instructors trainings or more, meditations, and traveled the world really helping to empower and to support people in healing and to grow. And so thank you so much today, Viana, for joining me. I'm so excited to get into really exploring what comes through today. All right. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Eric, for let's do this. Absolutely. I mean, you have been such an incredible support to me personally. I remember when I first came and met you, I was I was just a little kid pretty much, you know, just 21 years old and I remember that first training actually in I think it was Fremont, California and that seminars, that workshop of that basic Theta Healing course just transformed my life. At that point, I thought I wasn't even going to live to 25. I was 21 years old. I was so just kind of lost in direction. And it ignited me into really knowing my sense of calling that I can never articulate for myself. And just watching how you have supported people and really being able to discover their their heart, their passion in life. And like, I wanted to explore this with you today. I'm so excited to explore what it is for people to connect to that place of purpose. For you, being able to read people and really being able to support them, how can people really find that calling inside them? I think people find it on their own, really, when they start really looking, I think they find their answers. Yeah. And I met you all those years ago. You were looking. You were searching. And when we just showed you, just reminded you of who you were and just gave you a way to really connect when you wanted to, you just took off. And I think that's what happens with people. They search first. They search. I mean, Theta Healing is, when I taught you first, it's been a long time. How how many years has it been? We've known each other for like 20 years. 25. Yeah, almost 25. 23 years. I, I had my first session with you in November of 2000. And it was right after I turned 21. And then... In 2001, I think it was spring of 2001, I did the basic class and I didn't even know there was a teacher's training. And I remember you just like going, oh, you're going to come to Montana. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even know. And I was like, yes, of course. I didn't even think. And this is something I'm always looking for of like, what is choice in this way? What is free will? You know? Where do people really are making choices from? Well, I think that this entire earth experience is set up around free will, but free will starts before we get here. Hmm. And I think you were searching. You felt like your back was against the wall. You felt like you had very little time left simply because I'm sure the doctors told you that because you were ill and I think you were searching, but I think that's what happens with Theta Healing is I think that our job in Theta Healing is to wake up your intuition and remind you of who you really are, that you're part of this creative energy and that you can access it and use it. And so it simply just had to be presented to you. And it was easy because you were like searching for it. I mean, Theta Healing teaches people about every aspect, really, of intuition. And it does as it goes on. You know, the basic class is just full of lots of information. It teaches you how to read your body and how to see angels and how to do healings and how to start looking into your beliefs. 
But mm-hmm. I think you have to be ready to really start looking into your beliefs mm-hmm. when people actually find Theta healing. And then they always say it's like coming home, but it's them. It's waking them up. You're kind of in charge of how far you want to go in Theta healing, how much you want to to wake up your energies and how much you want to remember. Because we teach leaders, we really teach people who can think for themselves. And I think that all those years ago when I met you, you didn't realize it until you went to your first class that you had this great ability to heal people. Mm. And sometimes if we don't feel super good or we don't feel completely healthy, we think we can't help other people, but you saw that you had a gift. And I think that's the kind of people we bring. We bring this unique group of people that are just incredible, amazing people that remember who they are, what they are, where they come from. And what their abilities are if you give them the right energy to do it. We were teaching Theta, going into a dream state, going into Theta, you know, 25, 35 years ago. Now it's something that people talk about all the time. Your dreams can help you listen to this Theta wave. You can manifest. But we were were doing it. We had a technique that puts you in Theta and allowed you to just really exercise your intuition and people took off. Yeah. And I mean, I know for me, like in hindsight, I realized that I kind of knew, but it was always clouded and didn't have direction. Like I didn't have technique, you know, I didn't know how to apply a desire and that's, that's what Theta Healing gave me. And so I'm, I'm wondering because I at least got to come to a workshop that was existing. Like, what was that journey like for you to like recognize that desire of wanting to be, you know, this creator, be this healer? Uh, you're so funny. I, I've always been intuitive. My whole family has. So I've always been able to see things and feel things like most people can. I didn't shut it off. And I did have a very um, interesting mother that was very abusive. So I think that did pull some of that intuition out so I could kind of figure out when she was going to be explosive and when she wasn't. But I think we're all born with intuition. I didn't realize that everyone could do what I could do until I taught my first class and realized that I could show people what I was doing and they could do it. And it wasn't until we pulled out the electrosuplegraphs and measured people's brainwaves did we realize we found a way to get to theta in like 30 seconds, which would take people years of meditation to master, uh, lots of hypnosis sessions to get to, and that we could we could do this and so quickly. And once you have a way to do it, at your own desire, because a lot of people have intuition, but they get it off and on. They get messages, but not consistently. But when you realize that you can tap into it and get it consistently, that's when you start really growing as healers. And I think that's super cool. Um, I think the intuition that people are born with gets turned off sometimes when we're told not to do something. You know, little children may see someone who's passed away and say, you know, there's aunt so-and-so and their parents go, you can't see them, they're dead, and they kind of shut down. Yeah. Or they see something going to happen in the future and their people around them shut them down. And I think it's really hard for people who are empathic, which every child is born empathic. So I think you could, should start with with a baby, a baby Uh, When it's born, it hasn't got all its connections and its little brain complete yet. So it can't really, it's still connected. It's seeing and it's hearing is still all connected together. So when a baby is first born, it takes it a minute to really learn how to see and hear separately. So literally a baby could see sound. And I think that that's fascinating to people that do research, but I think that they're missing a huge thing that the baby's already in tune empathically. It's already tuned to 
its feelings, of the environment, of its mother, of the energy. It's so psychically connected. And I think that we're connected from the beginning. But as children, we get a little confused growing up because if you can pick up everyone's feelings in the room, sometimes you think they're yours. So if somebody's having a bad day, little children think, oh, it's my fault. They're having a bad day. But I think that if they are encouraged and put in an encouraging state and taught the difference between what they feel and somebody else's, that that opens up a lot of their psychic intuition. But there's lots of psychic intuition that we are all born with. So we're all born clairvoyant, clairsentient, clairaudient, and we all are born with this prophetic connection to the creator. Um, It's whether we get to explore it or try to shut it down is the issue. And I think when you come to Theta Healing and we let you go into dream state, it starts to wake up all those abilities and you start to feel like you are safe to explore this. But we have people come from all walks of life to a Theta Healing class, all kinds of energy, all kinds of professions, belief systems. And they come, but they usually come when they're when they're searching, when they really want to to move forward. So it kind of opens up their intuition, which may have been shut down for forty years. You know, I have people that were successful careers just actually come to a theta healing class and just find their true purpose in life and that's one of the things that we do i think is is there to actually help them fulfill their own divine purpose absolutely and there's such a timing to it you know when i hear you share how there is that place of looking for searching it's like Joseph Campbell writes about, you know, the calling to the hero's journey, right? There's like an activation of of wanting to like explore and and look for it. And it really can be at any point in life, you know. I think it can be at any point in life. Our our youngest theta teacher was 8 years old. But our oldest was uh, about 94. Wow. But I think it is a calling. I think it's a purpose. I think we have a purpose. We have a path. But I think there are some people that are are here to actually make a difference on the planet. And they search for a way to access that information. So I can teach people how to access that information. And I think I more like remind them. But their own path as individuals. So how far they want to take it, how much they want to remember, that's up to them. Yeah. I mean, some of the really newer classes just are much different than the beginning classes. The beginning classes is teaching you to clear belief systems that are blocking you from being who you are, to bring in belief systems to enhance your journey, to understand how you think and how you are, and to just sort of clear a way for you to be the best you. And some of the more advanced classes is showing you, now that you've done this, look what you can do. Yeah. Look, you can do this, you can do this, you can do these. And it's it's kind of a, a phenomenon kind of energy. Mm. So Theta Healing went from just technique to more of a philosophy. But the thing about Theta Healing is that they can practice any modality or or the belief systems they're comfortable with and still be able to have this open up for them. So it's not like only this many people can come. It's open to those that are searching. Absolutely. And when you talk about working with belief systems, can you elaborate on what the subconscious is? Well, it's so funny. The subconscious and programs and new words like triggering beliefs and stuff, Eric, are not like a big deal. It's kind of like a huge intuitive opening. But 30 years ago, it was different, you know? 
you know, there were books, there were people that had ideas and theories, but they weren't as openly accepted, I think, as they are now. The The subconscious runs about 90% of your life, and your consciousness is only aware of a small part of everything that your mind does. So your subconscious holds memories and holds feelings and your subconscious is doing things. Your your mind is doing things that you may not be aware of. Your cells are dividing, your heart is beating. You know, a lot is going on in this incredible computer brain. So you have this incredible life support system called your body and a brain that is the fastest computer that ever was, ever, working for you as a spiritual experience for you to experience life. And subconsciously, it taps in, your brain taps into certain major subconscious programs that are to survive, to eat, to sleep, to protect you, to keep you safe. And so in Theta Healing, we believe that we have belief systems in the subconscious, but also in the DNA. And also in like a history level um, that you can tap into and actually make who you are. So for instance, a subconscious would believe actually kind of forms like this. If your mother tells you she loves you and then she beats you and says, I'm doing this because I love you, your brain, which is really geared to teach you how to survive will take that as, however it takes it, every computer is different, but it may take it as love hurts. I I better stay away from that. Mm -hmm. So this extra driving force of your subconscious and you consciously meet someone and you think, oh, they're amazing, they're beautiful, I could really love this person. There's something in your subconscious that says, ooh, love hurts, stay away. And you see that all the time in relationships. People start to get really, really close, and then they push the other person away. Yeah. Because their subconscious is realizing that now they're vulnerable, now they should be careful. And see, subconscious programs can work for us, and they can work against us. And one thing in Theta Healing is we teach you how to find your subconscious programs, learn how your mind actually thinks, and actually kind of focus it on what you want to create because you are part of the creator and you create your reality. I mean, if you believe you can do something, you can do it. And you have more more ability to create than you realize. So Theta Healing shows you not only how to create wellness, but it teaches you how to manifest different things. And that Every sickness may have a purpose. I mean, that's one thing that's really cool about Theta Healing is it doesn't tell you that, oh, your bad program is what made you sick. It could be something good that made you sick, too. I mean, I've watched lots of people, for instance, that have cancer. And when you start digging for answers in Theta Healing, you realize that they may have cancer just subconsciously to bring the family back together. And if you can teach the mind it can do that without being sick, they can get well. Yeah. Now, I myself have healed so many times using Theta Healing. It's it's amazing. You know, it's amazing. You know, and not to say that I should always create sickness. I just have a tendency to work myself into like some kind of exhaustion maybe and never stop or rest. But I started with a tumor in my year, leg years ago and realized that the technique I was using to read people could actually heal people. And that's how Theta Healing got started. Wow. As far as healing goes. It was around to teach people how to read other people, learn about vitamins and things you need for your body. But it evolved. So Theta Healing is an evolving modality. So it didn't just stop with the basic and the advanced class. You know, a basic class and advanced class teaches you how to work the technique. There's four classes, so you can become really good at it. But 
Theta Healing has lots of classes because it branches out into all your intuition. It's really cool. We got a, a new class coming up called Love of Self. Oh, beautiful. Oh, you're going to love it. It's awesome. It's, you know, we have these relationship classes that teach you because in order for us to progress on this planet, we need to to realize and remember love of the creator, love of ourself, love of a significant other, love of our family, love of our friends, love of our community, love of the world. And with a lot of healers, loving the world is not that difficult. But sometimes yeah. loving their family could be. Or finding someone that might be a significant other, you know, that that might be a challenge. So we created these classes to help them evolve in those areas. But the last one we created was love of self. And the reason I brought that up is because you were telling me in the beginning of the interview about intuition, you know, where does it start? What happens? This explains to you that the world can label you with attention deficit or being OCD or being autistic or being all these different labels. But really, a lot of these labels are not right. You know, um, eating habits can change the way your mind works. But if you're really psychic, you could be labeled under these, you know, attention yeah. deficit disorder. I have met very few people in the world that would literally have attention deficit disorder if you changed their diet and taught them to be as intuitive as they could be. Because yeah. I think people who are attention deficit disorder are so psychic. They can think of five things at once. They can pick up things around them. They can read people, understand people, listen to people. They have no sense of time, but where we're from, we just spend time. So once you start showing them that these are assets and not detriments to who they are, they just take off. They just soar. Yeah, I've been exploring uh, that with people around, you know, this sense of mental health of like facing degrees of depression and like what anxiety is. And it's like, well, how much is, is anxiety driven by you know, expanded intuition, right? Right. How much is intuition and being these highly sensory beings? Like the human experience is incredible this way, right? Absolutely. I mean, I have students in my class that will get dizzy and just really feel weird. And then 20 minutes later, a major earthquake hits, you know, they're just really zoned into different energies around them, including others. So when someone's depressed, they pick it up, they process it. They process it if they're empathic, if they're clairsentient, which means you can feel things, you can feel it. And in Theta Healing, clairsentient is also includes the ability to maybe, some people can smell spirits or or taste things in the air. They're just really super sensitive to the energies around them. So they can feel an animal as it walks by and they can feel the sorrow of someone when they come into the room. Yeah. And if they absorb it, they're kind of empathic, which we teach them how to get rid of it and that that can work for them. If they feel it and are just aware of it, then they're just aware of it. Mm. And, it can help them. It can help them process things. But our little children, when they go to school, they're so empathic. They they pick up if the teacher doesn't like them. You know, we used to call these children indigo children. Well, these children have moved forward. They've they've shifted. These children now don't pick up just depression. They can send out joy and change the energy of the room. You know, we used to call the newer age ch the children we used to call them rainbows, but then that was misleading in some ways. So, yeah. you know, we just call them super gifted. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, but you know, children can change the energy if they learn how to use this ability, but it, you know, how many times are you really depressed? I mean, how many times 
Uh, do you not walk in the room and feel the sorrow of your mother or the sorrow of your father and not know it's not yours? It really is waves of energy sometimes, yeah. you know, it just washes through and then passes through and, and other times it is maybe a, a message, you know, in intuitive hit of like, oh, maybe there's something to check in about that I can realign with. And and their anxiety, you know, what are they picking up that causes yeah. them this anxiety? What, But being able to search it, find it, connect with the creator, know what it is, mm. can really help people. Now, we teach a lot of psychologists and a lot of psychiatrists in theta healing because it's quick and efficient. You can shift beliefs and and shift the body pretty fast. And so they like it because they've already been trained to listen. Yeah. But if we teach people to listen, they're going to realize that what they thought made them different made them rock and cool. And they can have the most amazing experiences in life. Something I wanted to touch in on, you brought it up earlier was about this element of manifesting. And, you know, I, I know from the manifesting book and Vianna's manifesting an abundance course that rule number one of manifesting is know what you want. And I've been sitting with this because it's such a very clear truth. And yet on what level do we know what we want? Like how important it is to know deeper of what we want for it to actually manifest versus just kind of like something like passing by. You're already manifesting what you subconscious thinks you want. So if you, you know, want a, a break from your spouse, you may manifest conflict. If you want a new job, you may manifest getting fired. So you're just sort of like, out of control manifesting and you can take control with your conscious if you sit down and think about what you want and then the universe can come in and support you and a lot of people act like their life is out of control but really their life is manifesting whatever they need to spur them into their path to move them forward whether it's good whether it's bad whether it's a hardship to push them forward they're always moving forward. They're always, their higher self, their spirit is always pushing to learn or or do something to progress. So when you stop and think about what you want, then you can progress in an easier, more attractive, more comfortable way. Hmm. A lot of people don't know what they want. You know, they they say they want more money, but they don't think about what, they want with the money. They say they want clients, but they want their time. Mm. You know, they want to have time for their self, but they want, you know, 50 more clients. And how do you figure that out? If you don't think about it, your subconscious will pick out which is most important to you. And sometimes the most important thing to your subconscious is, you know, working on the past, you know, people get stuck in their regrets, they get stuck in their uh, bitterness, they get really stuck in their past experiences, they forget to move forward. You know, if you just give your mind a list of things you want to create, it'll start to, to create them. And that's huge in manifesting. And so in Theta Healing, we teach you how to go to Theta, because if you get into a dream state, and manifest. You get it, things happen faster. If you want to read affirmations for 30 days, you can kind of penetrate yourself kind of more in a meditative alpha wave, maybe. And you might have to read that affirmation 30 days to really see a difference. If yeah. you're in theta, you can see the difference in just one manifesting session, period. And at least know if there's something blocking you. I mean, if you want money, but you hate people who are rich, it'd be nice to know that and nice to shift that. You know, if you want more money, but you're afraid if you have more money, your mother-in-law will move in with you. <laughs> you may not create that. You know, you were working with this intelligent energy that is backed by 
the energy of the creator and our creation to to create for it. You know, if people yeah. want to be a great healer, they're going to be able to work on the sick people. You know, if they're sick, maybe that's because they're supposed to be a healer. So sitting down and understanding what you might want to make your life better and that you're limitless can be super, super amazing. You know, I was just thinking and thinking about it. Once you start going into theta all the time, you know, just thinking about a few things might start things in motion. So I tell people to always have a list that they're manifesting and always have about 20 things. And if you get down to manifesting all of them, but three, add more to the list. Yeah. But I I was just thinking of adding to my list yesterday. I was thinking, you know, Guy writes the most amazing poetry. It's just beautiful. I should gather it up and put it in a, a book. And this just a couple hours ago, I got this email saying, we looked at some of these, you know, because I wrote some children's books that are coming out. I wrote them in COVID. They're coming out. But I got this big long letter from a publisher saying, I see that you're writing children's books and, you know, we would like to publish them for you, which is, you know, I can publish those. But we would also like, you know, we're very interested in poetry. And I was just, like I said yesterday, I was thinking, you know, I should gather those poems and, and make a book. Yeah. And I mean, that was just a thought. And today they're like, I mean, there's a big difference in writing a poetry book and children's books. You know, I mean, I published with the Theta Healing books through Hay House. Hay House is our publisher. They translate them into all those languages. So we're like translated into like 24 languages. But the children's book is something I would publish, you know, more for myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just barely thought of writing that down, you know, just before I went to sleep. And this morning, just as I woke up this morning, these people are saying, do you have any poetry? You know, I, I feel like that's how the universe actually kind of works. It's just working for you. And it just wants input. And if we don't, as healers, take that responsibility, then our subconscious will create for us anything that it thinks will entertain us and teach us what we need to know. So you might as well create something cool. And a lot of that is with working through reprogramming the subconscious to free the energy of, of the conscious mind to go towards more the intuition towards this great connection of, you know, this divine presence of creator and, and our soul. And so I always wonder, like, what exactly is this middle zone of consciousness between subconscious and, and kind of that mindset of intuition? I think that they all come together. I think we teach you to, to put them all together. I think yeah. that they're wrong. I think that we may only be aware consciously of everything around us. We're only using 10% of our brain. I don't believe we're only using 10% of our brain. I believe we could be trained to use more. And I stand here saying that our subconscious is there to protect us and keep us safe. If we learn as a child that people who have money are bad, then when we decide we want money, we may block ourselves. So finding what we believe subconsciously is one of the gifts we give to people in Theta Healing and to teach them how to use and then putting our conscious and our subconscious to work for us, but also what we would consider our highest aspect of ourself, our spirit, and kind of know what's going on there and put it all together. Yeah. You know, we have influences. We have ancestor influences. Uh, we used to call things instinct. You know, dogs had instinct. People had imagination. Well, I know that's wrong. I know that people have instinct too. Our body responds out of instinct. Now, if we kiss a baby and we're nursing this baby and as a mother and we kiss the baby, our body creates what the baby needs for its next meal. Our DNA is so smart and our bodies react so much out of just pure, absolute instinct for life and, mm -hmm. and matters that are beyond our comprehension. So, 
if we can put that to work for us, then we live a life where we make everything matter and everything count. And yeah. We all have this experience of life. It can be good or it can be difficult or it could be just fun. And I actually think overall, I think I, I think I have more fun than a lot of people because um, I've learned how to use my intuition. I can feel the trees around me. I can feel if there's an animal close, I can, I can feel other people when they walk into the room or before they walk into the room. And so I'm living a, an awareness that I think little, little children already have and mm -hmm. that I can teach, show my students, show them because I just share what I know. And then they go, oh, I, I know how to do that. I remember how to do that. And I think it's, I think it's cool. I think we're at a time where people actually come into this world with a path to help change the planet, help shift the world. And that's one thing that really intuitive children have. They have this desire to follow a path, hmm. which makes them, you know, unique. And special. Absolutely. It is such an incredible time, you know, to really be on this planet. And so many people see it as, oh, all these problems, all these things going wrong. And, and yet there's so much incredible evolution happening. And having these, these tools is really what allows for me to enjoy and appreciate it. Don't you think that us even being able to see what is going on wrong is still a gift to be aware. You know, yeah. there's some naughty, weird things going on in the world, but we're not we're not as ignorant as we used to be. We we know, so that gives us some advantage. Yeah, you know, it's a race, a race against time to see if we can make a difference. That is true. It is a great adventure in that way. And this really is adventurous in that way, I guess. I know that, you know, there's a lot of weird things going on in the world. There's a lot going on now. You know, yeah. right now, Israel and Gaza are fighting. The Ukraine and Russia are fighting. That might not be so a year or two from now, but at this moment, it is. But with Theta Healing, it's so much more real because I have students in all of these countries. Yeah. And I think that that's probably one of the greatest gifts that the internet has actually done for people and traveling around the world for people is that we're starting to know each other and starting to know each other's cultures and starting to actually pay attention to what's going on. But I would hope that if you do know how to go up, manifest, use connect to the creator that that might help keep your family safe, but it might actually help you help other people in their stress. And so I think it might really help us weave a connection in the end. If we actually start really realizing how limitless we are with some of our abilities, I think it will, will shift the world. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. I don't know if that's what I, you know, I don't know. No, I really appreciate that and have friends in a lot of these places as well. And people ask me, you know, oh, what's your opinion? And it's like, well, my opinion is I'm a healer and, and I'm here to help people heal from traumas, from violence. And I'm on the side of peace. You know, there's no sides about these things. And I'm happy that there is that potential that there are so many healers. Yeah. Right. But you don't ignore it. I mean, if people no. turn on the news and it gets too much, they turn it off and they just go around their life and pretend nothing's happening so that they are in sensory overload. They just like, well, it's happening there and it's not happening here. But there's one thing about Theta Healing is we're so interconnected with so many countries that it is in our world and we don't ignore that it's happening and we do try to send what we can love support you know help in some way you know theta healers are 
out there on the front line, you know? Yeah. Are out there doing things for others and, and making a difference, even if it's one person or dozens, they are aware and they've always been aware. And I think that the world has ignored things long enough. People are being used for someone else's agenda that I believe in my lifetime, I'll see that change. Mm -hmm. I believe that people will step up and actually change the planet. And it's such a beautiful planet. It is a beautiful planet. Yeah, I've been working with a lot of people that are also really getting pulled into and consumed by it, that it's hard for people that are so intuitive and open in their hearts to then let it completely take them over as well. And it can flatline them being able to take action and do things for themselves and for other things. So like these tools of clearing hooks and cords and being able to actually like work on their own trauma response with these tools of healing, I think is such an important part of our intuitive tool belt to develop. Well, you know, I think that we teach people to go up into theta. So we teach them to connect with the energy of creation. And with that energy comes hope and comes this really strong sense of love. And with that energy, we can make a difference. If we buy into the negative energies of depression and helplessness and anxiety, that disappears when you go into a theta brainwave and you connect with this energy where you can see a way, a motivation to actually help other people. So we want to be able to teach our students how to help themselves also to avoid being in the wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing, to actually help them on their path, actually make a difference. But if the world was completely easy and joyful and everything happened perfect, there would be no need for us to have a path in the first place. So obviously we're here to move the planet along, but you know, if there's no one to heal, we wouldn't be healers. So (laughs) it's kind of a, you know, makes the world interesting. And of course there are all those that may overcorrect. That's something that history does. When history does something that, we believe is morally wrong, we may overcorrect. Yeah. And, you know, right now in the world, a lot of conflict is because of overcorrections. But I think we're going to make it as a human race. I think we are. Yeah. I'm betting on it. I'm counting on it. I have full hope as well. And, you know, what I've really appreciated is, a lot of the information from the growing your relationships courses, you know, the, the you and creator, the you and your significant other, and the you and your inner circle, like there's such incredible mindset courses that we observe our own thoughts and behaviors in, in a different way than the other classes. It is, it is. It's different because one, you're just learning what's blocking you. The other ones you're learning like, oh, that's what I think. Oh, that's what's going on in my mind. It's a different mindset. It's cool. But it, I think it helps us understand ourselves. It helped me really learn the art of listening more than any of the other courses. That what is it to actually tap into listening to a creator and the importance of really shifting in my own mindset to be able to be in a place to hear versus like all this projection and clutter of all these other thoughts. So I, I've really embraced that. And I think that really something that's such a huge key because you always hear these messages of like, follow your bliss, follow your heart and all these things. But you know, what is my heart's passion from my instincts or my subconscious right. programming of this prescribed life of what everybody's telling me? Like, If we can actually have this place of self-reflection, it can bring a, a maturity of thought to what is it to actually lift out of these conflicts and duality and lift into a higher place? And I think 
it is is a way to actually get the highest truth. You know, it's not always about us. It's about the highest truth. And I think it actually really helps people sort that out. Yeah. I think it helps people a lot. It helped me a lot. And I channeled the classes and it was really cool. It's beautiful. And I really appreciate it. And thank you so much, Vi. We are mythic life, free thinkers, deep feelers, courageous trailblazers. We own our myth with our vibes, how we think, feel, and act. We believe that love is a given, not something earned, that spiritual is sexy, kindness is cool, and earth is sacred, that everybody has superpowers and life is too boring without magic. We walk our talk, and when life gets real, we heal. We choose our path and we make it epic. And this really is an epic journey. It's such an adventure. I got to have that. You got to send that to me. That's actually really cool. Absolutely. That was cool. (laughs) It's something that Sarah and I hold as our truth. And, uh, you know, we are where we are because we've practiced our tools. And our tools really have come through these incredible seminars and workshops of Theta Healing. And we are always just in love with this technique and in awe and have so much appreciation for you, Vianna. You've been an incredible support and a guide for us. And thank you so much for bringing this work into our lives and for joining me today. You know, you're so dear to me and in my life and to my family and, you know, for everybody out there, like check out Thady Healing, you know, ThadyHealing.com. Literally anywhere you are, there's healers around the world that are practicing and including this technique into their practices. For more with Viana, you bring so much inspiration through your social media, with your downloads, with really having this voice of kindness. You and your family just really embrace the truths of the technique, not just bring it in workshop and live it. And so it's inspirational. I want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Eric. That was cool. Eric, now, how many children do you have right now? I have four children. I remember when I met you all those years ago, you thought you had three years to live. (laughs) You didn't realize you'd have four children. No. So that just goes to show you, you don't believe everything that you hear someone tell you, and you can fight the odds and change your world. Yeah. It wasn't you that walked in thinking you had that long to live. You were told that. So, I mean, you are a walking miracle. Absolutely. When I came into the Theta Healing, I mean, I was living out of my car for three months. I know. Like, really didn't know what to do. It was through intuition and your guidance that all of a sudden I landed in Idaho and then I landed in New York and went into a practice and I, I was terrified, but even with that sense of terror, that's the beauty of intuitive support and from creator. It's been a, an incredible journey. And, and I think what, what lights me up more than anything is then helping other people kind of wake up that way, helping them with that spark. I mean, you ended up in New York. I mean, you were like a surfer. You ended up in New York. You were like just limitless in where you could go from there. Yeah. All the places you've seen, all the places you've gone. So I just want you to know we're really, really proud of you. Oh, thank you, Vi. I really and I say that not to be like, I'm proud of him. I mean, you know, he, he stayed with me a little bit when he was first starting in Theta Healing and so I kind of feel like a parent going Oh, look, you did it. You made it. (laughs) And you have beautiful children. And you married a Theta healer, I might add. Yeah. Twice. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Which goes to show that we're all different. And just because we do Theta healing, it means that we know we can shift and change. We're still people. We're still folks. Yeah, the soulmate journey is uh, is very layered. <laughs> I absolutely 
absolutely love Sarah and um I still have love for for Bella you know like soulmates are incredible and there's always love there and I'm just so happy with having this experience of like getting to step into being a dad it's not easy being a parent no (laughs) no but you and your inner circle kind of shows you that there's a reason for that so yeah it's an adventure always having to quiet the ancestors no that's not how i want to parent sorry (laughs) oh you should tell them to do that (laughs) those instincts those genetic programs i know there it is it's like ah it's uh it's not 50 years ago they're really growing into incredible lives and our our beautiful children it's wonderful to see them come in absolutely if you pull up and look at it from a theta brain state and the gray the creator they're amazing yeah when you're actually in there raising them you're just like oh (laughs) yeah i mean a few months ago i was literally in meditation going creator what's the point of adolescence like (laughs) i don't understand but i had to filter through that do some belief work to really kind of get the sense of how incredible of a journey it is for them to discover themselves and give them space to, to do that. I know it's the space and calming yourself down through that one. Yeah. It's going to be okay. This too shall pass. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. And I would love to have you back. It's so fun to explore. It really is. It's been really cool. I love you, Eric. You behave yourself. You give your wife a hug. I will. And your sweet babies. Send my love to the family. (laughs) And for all of you out there, thank you so much, Viana, once again, for joining today. For all of you, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, you can click the subscribe button below. Check us out at mythiclife.com. We have a lot going on. We have courses coming up in Theta Healing that are online anywhere you are in the world. And I hope to see you all again soon. Thank you.